6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. Well, the fallout continues today from the claims made by Facebook whistleblower Frances Hogan in a Sunday's 60 Minutes episode. You'll remember that she claimed the social media giant put profits over people. Facebook has demonstrated they cannot act independently. Facebook over and over again has shown it chooses profit over safety. It is subsidizing, it is paying for its profits with our safety. I'm hoping that this will have had a big enough impact on the world that they get the fortitude and the motivation to actually go put those regulations into place. That's my hope. Then speaking before the Senate committee or the Senate Commerce Subcommittee on Consumer Protection yesterday, she accused her former company of knowing the apparent harm Instagram can cause some teens and being dishonest in its public fight against hate and misinformation. Today, Facebook founder and CEO Mark Zuckerberg responded, saying the claims don't make sense. In a letter to employees, which Mark Zuckerberg shared on his page, he writes that Haugen's claims don't make sense, saying, quote, the argument that we deliberately push content that makes people angry for profit is deeply illogical. We make money from ads, and advertisers consistently tell us they don't want their ads next to harmful or angry content. U.S. lawmakers are now calling on Zuckerberg to speak with them. Ryerson University's Dr. Richard Latchman joins us this afternoon. Dr. Latchman, welcome back to the show. Thanks, Heidi. All right. Now, social media, how it's used, the impact on society, or some of those issues that you research and study, what do you make of the claims made by Francis Hogan? Well, pr- probably the most surprising thing is how unsurprising these claims are, probably <laughs> to most of us. They are reporting some evidence, they're reporting documentation from inside the company, but it, it kind of matches the uneasy feeling that's been growing over the last few years about the role of social media in uh, in politics, in our self-views of ourselves, in business, and, and really the, the, the kind of um, the fact that we are connecting something that is profit-driven mm-hmm. with something that's also a part of society that is about public service, that is about uh, civil society. So when we talk about the impact on society of social media, and again, I mean, as you mentioned, I think a lot of us have our eyes, or we're starting to open our eyes a little bit more about uh, the impact or you know, what people are saying the impacts are. What has your research shown? Is it as, as bad as claimed? Is it, is it worse? So I, th- I think that it's a very important thing for us to, to realize. The point of social media is the world looks different to each of us mm-hmm. when we're using. So my Facebook feed is different than yours. So I might say everything I look looks reasonable. I'm not getting, uh, you know, bold claims. Uh, what we are finding is that when we look at the Facebook feed in locations around the world, uh, the Facebook feed to different categories of individuals, the world looks very different. And mm-hmm. that lack of agreement on what reality is, it turns out, is incredibly important. It, it's great for advertising to say I can customize the ad to my needs. But we're, we're seeing it time and time again that, for example, uh, what, some of what's come out in this testimony is that uh, if you are um, you know, a certified uh, VIP then you can promote more hate speech. You can promote a speech with a different set of community standards than an average citizen, which means some politicians in some regions are getting away with content, maybe promulgating uh, falsehoods that wouldn't be the same for if an individual was promoting them. 
We're seeing uh, some of the some of the measures that Mark Zuckerberg is saying that they've implemented to try and cut down on hate speech or uh, anti, uh, you know, things uh, exhorting violence. They're different in different countries. Mm. So in the U.S., that may be true, but it's not true in Malaysia. It's not mm -hmm. true in India, where there are documented cases where reports were going forward that were spreading falsehoods. Uh, whipping a, a crowd into a frenzy by spreading these falsehoods, and they wouldn't crack down. So th that fact that the world looks different to everyone means I can't exactly say because yeah. my feed looks reasonable. Facebook is reasonable. Yeah, and, and that's and that's interesting. And when you know, I was listening. I actually watched um, the sixty minutes episode last night. Was uh, you know in, in its entirety, but talking about uh, the algorithms and how how those works, how those work, and having having, um, you know, issues or posts put up that are going to incite a reaction. And I think to myself, yeah, you talk about the difference in Facebook posts. You know, I, I like dog videos and, you know, <laughs> bird pictures. So my, my Facebook page is, is pretty benign. It's, it's pretty happy most of the time. But I guess it's, you know, your interest, what you're, what you're falling into and then what continues to, to drive you and what path you follow down in Facebook that all of a sudden it generates everything. I never, I never really put that all together thinking that, you know, if I'm constantly clicking on something that is negative or conspiracy driven, that I would just keep seeing more and more and more of that. Uh, what came up forward from the Senate the other day was when a Senator basically conducted a little experiment. They had a staff through his 11 year old daughter click on a few links on Facebook that were about um, uh, um, body image and mm. diet. And very quickly, within a few links, she was starting to get really harmful content that was talking about te te terrible uh, exhortations about uh, body image, uh, pro-Anna uh, content, things mm. that were really harmful to that kid in a few links. Wow. So, yeah, absolutely. The reinforcement is it's looking for engagement. It's not necessarily that it's malevolent. There is no programmer sitting saying, I want to harm people. It is that the algorithm isn't prioritizing uh, our well-being. It's prioritizing our engagement. And sometimes we're engaged by things that, you know, it's, it's like driving by on a highway and looking at an accident. Yeah. It's not helping you. It's just you can't look away. And the attractiveness of that sometimes violent, sometimes highly um, uh, inflammatory content turns out to attract our attention more. So that's where the ad dollars go. And so we know that there's been efforts, and there's been some efforts to try to pass new regulations on social media. They have not done so well in the past. Senators in the U.S. now saying that the new revelations about Facebook show it's time for inaction, or the time for inaction has passed, that something has to be done. What does that look like? And, you know, as you mentioned earlier, because it's different in, <laughs> in every country, how is that done right around the world when you're looking at what 60, 70 percent of, you know, people who have access to the Internet are on Facebook? Yeah, that, that's exactly right. We're, we're sitting here hearing maybe U.S. senators saying it's time for regulation. We're here in Canada. <laughs> is it U.S. regulation? Is it regulation in India? Is it and, and what yeah. uh, what code of practice, what social norms are there? We, we've seen this again and again that Facebook uh, or any of the social media giants, any of the tech giants, when clashing company, country by country, it's really hard to come up with one set of practices. We saw this in Australia where they tried to enact legislation so that media companies, newspapers, would get more payment from those organizations uh, for news that's, that's copied and posted on Facebook. And Facebook said, great, we're not going to allow any news to be posted in Australia. Mm -hmm. uh, and they, try, they tried to basically push and force against a nation 
uh, uh, this negotiating tactic. They eventually did back down and change that negotiation. But countries have to kind of work together yeah. uh, in, in this area to find the norms that are going to work around the world. And we don't have norms that are acceptable around the world. Yeah, fascinating. It's going to be interesting to see how this uh, how this unfolds. Um, you know, some people when when Facebook was down for six hours the other day, Richard. Some people were like, "Oh, didn't even notice it." Other people were losing, uh, you know, losing sleep over it. Some people wondering if what we're seeing um, over the past number of weeks and certainly over the past couple of days could it be. Um, the start of the end of Facebook, or is Facebook too much a part of too many people's lives to ever see that happen? Yeah, I mean, the, part of the conversations yesterday were like, but my feed was full. My, my feed after the fact was either people complaining or people saying I got more done yesterday <laughs> than I have in years. Um, but I think that the takeaway, obviously, that was a technical problem. That's yeah. not going to happen all of the time. But it does reveal how important this entity is in our lives in many people's businesses in their small companies and yet this is not a public utility this is not the way we treat the power going out or something this is a private company a private entity so i think we're definitely realizing more and more over the last few years how important it is to get this right and that we can't just let it be driven by the business realities because it impacts too much of our lives at this point. What that exactly looks like, yeah. it's hard to say, but it may, you know, people are talking about breaking up Facebook. Yeah. The, the, the three companies that were down yesterday are owned by one entity. Maybe yeah. that's too much power. Uh, so maybe separating up messaging from the social media feeds. Uh, all of these are on the table, and I think it could, there are, there are um, uh, groups in the U.S., because as a U.S.-based company, um, they, they have the most power, but there are groups of attorneys general, uh, lots of organizations trying to trying to put work together to say what would a breakup of Facebook or what would a next step for Facebook look like in a regulatory world. So in, in the meantime, though, if you're concerned about what you're hearing um, and you're waiting for things to change, I suspect that that change is going to take some time. So it's really up to you to decide whether or not it's up to the individual to decide whether or not they want to continue moving forward with being on Facebook or being on Instagram or using WhatsApp. Absolutely. This will not be fast. The tech companies spend a huge amount on lobbying. They've gotten a lot more savvy in the last 10 years than when they started. So nothing is going to be fast. It, it absolutely is important for us to maybe take this. You know, many people went right back on Facebook and Instagram and WhatsApp right after the power outage the other day. They're hearing this story and they're probably going to post an article about it on Facebook, perhaps. <laughs> it, it is really a question of us being deliberate. Us, you know, I don't know that you have to swear off using any social media mm -hmm. app. I think you need to say, okay, if, if this kind of thing is possible, if it's potential harm, uh, maybe I need to have more conversations with my kids and myself yeah. and my friends about, you know, when you posted that, did you read the article or did you just post the headline? Mm -hmm. uh, how much time am I spending? And should I maybe get some information from a couple other sources along with what I'm doing uh, on Facebook. I think we're, we're seeing a few cracks in the thought that uh, just being on a single platform is, is a reasonable thing to do. Richard Latchman, I always enjoy our conversations. Thanks for making time this afternoon. Thanks so much. Great yeah. to talk to you. Take care. Dr. Richard Latchman from uh, Ryerson University.